Dan Campbell discusses Jalen Carter. You'll hear that coming up next. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Derry with you on a Tuesday, March 28th, in a Wednesday, March 29th. Thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen each and every day. And don't forget, you can subscribe and watch for free each and every day on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up on the show today, Dan Campbell spoke for about 25 minutes at the owners' meetings this morning in Arizona, touched on a bevy of topics including Jalen Carter. Do the Lions have interest? What does Campbell think of Jalen Carter? Dave Burkett asked him about it today. You'll hear that audio coming up momentarily here on the show. Also, Dan Campbell on Calais Campbell. Dan Campbell on uh, some practices that are going to play, uh, be taking place. Joint practices with the New York Giants. We'll get into that. A rule change which is ridiculous, one that didn't pass today, and also a mock draft from Mike Tannenbaum of ESPN.com that makes very little sense to me. All of that today, right here on Locked On Lions. You can follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter. Also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, and again, LockedOnLions.com and on YouTube. All right, the big question for Dan Campbell, two big questions for Dan Campbell as he spoke today to the media. All right, Brad Holmes uh, talked last night. Nothing groundbreaking. Uh, wishes Jamal Williams all the best. Said there was some some conversations with him. You know, it didn't come to pass, and they moved on to David Montgomery. All the things that you'd expect Brad Holmes to, to say, he said. But Dan Campbell kind of gives you more than Brad Holmes does. And that's not no knock on, uh, on Brad Holmes. He's done a great job. But Dan Campbell is just an open book. And today he was asked about the Lions' interest in Jalen Carter. It has been reported that the Lions are going to meet with Jalen Carter and that they're going to visit with the former Georgia All-American defensive tackle who, as many of you know, has been in trouble off the field. Uh, whether it was arrested for the reckless driving, whether it was being out of shape and not being able to finish the drills at Georgia's Pro Day, his stock has dropped. But he fills an immense need for the Lions at defensive tackle and he'll likely be there at number six for the Lions to grab in the first round. The question is, will they take him? Today in Arizona at the beautiful Biltmore out in Scottsdale, I think it's Scottsdale, maybe it's Phoenix, um, Dave Burkett of the Free Press asked Dan Campbell about Jalen Carter and going after players that um, you know might be questionable in character. The next question after that, a reporter asks Campbell about Lamar Jackson to the Lions. Take a listen to this earlier today, um, this audio courtesy of DetroitLions.com. I think honesty helps, you know, I think you want to know. I think ultimately you want to know, it's one thing like, for example, you know, um, does a player give all that he has on the tape? You know, is he a... Uh, is there a player? He's not a lazy player. All right. Now, 
there are plenty of times you'll turn the tape on and the guy's not going snap the whistle, but it doesn't, it does not deal with laziness. It, they haven't been to coached to do it. Um, they haven't had a coach that's been on them or it's just, or they just don't know. They're just unaware and you get away with some things that ordinarily you wouldn't. And that's really, they just don't know. And so I think that's what you're trying to figure out. And you go through the character when you start talking about, uh, man, the position coach, you start talking to the head coach, you start talking to, uh, the resources at the school and and then you begin to develop hey man this is what this guy's really like um like you talk about carter i mean uh we talked to a, a teammate of his the other day and uh man he told us some things we didn't we didn't know that nobody probably would have known it was like oh it's interesting it's pretty good, good so it's interesting <laughs> you know more jackson obviously Talk about him. Yeah. Exclusive tag. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Lamar is a heck of a talent. You know, uh, you know, trying to defend that guy has, has been something else. We played them two years ago, but man, we got a quarterback. So <laughs> I'm like, we got a quarterback, and thank God we got one. Um, and and so we're good. But man, I, I, he's a heck of a talent. There's Dan Campbell earlier today, that audio courtesy of the Detroit Lions.com, DetroitLions.com and their YouTube channel. A couple of things I want to talk about. Number one on Jalen Carter, you heard what he said. Number one, the Lions are, are, are doing their homework on him. The Lions are interviewing other players from Georgia about Jalen Carter. So they're not just not, what's the word I'm looking for here? They're not going to just brush this off. They are going to do their due diligence, and they are doing their due diligence. They are talking to other Georgia players about, you know, it might be, you know, Keely Ringo or something they could be talking to about Ringo and about drafting him. And, oh, by the way, tell us about your teammate, Jalen Carter. They're talking to Georgia. You hear Dan Campbell say it. You talk to position coaches, head coaches, teammates. They're doing their due diligence on Jalen Carter. I have been fluctuating on this i still don't think at the end of the day the lions are going to draft carter i don't remember last year i told you very early on the lions were not drafting Kayvon thibodeau and for most of the draft season for most of march and most of april last year i stayed with that and i was consistent i just thought that the lions were going to pass on Kayvon no matter what and it was going to be either aiden hutchinson or, um, you know, the first pick of the draft that went to Jacksonville. The other D-tackle, and I'm brain dead today. Just bear with me. I thought it was going to be one of those two guys. I didn't think there was any chance they were getting cave on. Then when we got closer to the draft, what happened? Whispers about Dan Campbell having Kayvon's phone number, and they were texting, and there was a bond being formed. And I told you, don't, don't read that smoke. Don't, don't, there is smoke there, but it's not fire. They're not, you know, they're not taking him. Trayvon Walker, by the way. They're not taking Kayvon Thibodeau. And they didn't. They took Aiden Hutchinson. With Jalen Carter, I think they are going to do their due diligence. I think they're going to see, uh, unearth and unturn every stone to determine if that's going to be a fit. I just don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger and actually bring a guy in that, quite honestly, doesn't fit the mold of what Dan Campbell's looking for, but they're going to look into it for sure. What I thought was interesting was Campbell said, we heard some, you know, some, some, some interesting things about him from his teammates and Burkett said, good or bad. 
And he went, interesting. The next question was the Lamar Jackson question, which finally, finally we can squash. We've got a quarterback. We got a damn good one. Love Lamar, played against him. You heard what Campbell said. So can we finally put this to bed? Someone send that audio clip or the video clip. It's like a 14-minute mark on YouTube. To Mike Florio at Pro Football Talk and some of these other talking heads. And please, let's stop with the Lamar Jackson talk to Detroit. It's not happening. Not N-O-T happening. By the way, Brad Holmes did say yesterday, as far as quarterbacks go, that they were talking to Nate Sudfeld and two other veterans about becoming the backup, and they settled on Sudfeld. But I think they're going to draft a quarterback in the middle rounds. I do. All right, uh, coming up next, more of what Dan Campbell had to say, including something very interesting about a replacement for DJ Chark. We'll do that coming up next. First, though, NCAA tournament is heating up. We're into the Final Four. No better place to get in on the action than our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right, up to one grand back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line, point spreads, point spreads, which team will be cutting down the nets, etc. Some other reason I think UConn's going to win it all. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your chance at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. All right. So, Dan Campbell did not just speak on Jalen Carter or quarterback situation, Lamar Jackson. Dan Campbell was asked a question, which I thought was very interesting, about DJ Chark. The female reporter, I don't know who it was, said, DJ Chark, are you looking to fill the void now that you've lost him to Carolina? And Dan Campbell was like, no, no stopping him on this one. Like, no pausing, no thinking. Like, oh, yeah, we got to fill that void. We're going to look at that. They want to find another receiver. So the way Dan answered that, I'm not saying it's a smack on Jamison Williams by any stretch, but I do believe that this team is going to look at another receiver. Are they signing Odell? No, they're not doing that. But there are other veteran receivers that are out there, and there's some darn good receivers that could slip into the second round. That Hyatt kid from Tennessee is probably a first-rounder, but he's good. Smith and Jigba, some people are mocking middle first round, maybe late first round. Um, Lions are going to get a receiver. They're going to add another receiver. So for those of you that think, oh, Chark's gone, they're just moving J-Mo right up, yeah, that, that's probably the plan. But again, Jamison Williams was a bit disappointing last year when he got healthy. Heck, Brad Holmes mentioned it twice, that they need a little bit more accountability and a little bit more from J-Mo, and they love the kid. Hopefully he grows up, but this team is adding another receiver. Dan Campbell was not hesitating at all in talking about, yeah, we got to fill that void and we got to, we got to get another receiver in here where they do it. I don't know whether it's a draft or free agency with a veteran. Heck Marvin Jones, Jr. Still out there. Bring Marv back. They might with every passing day his money is his salary comes down. 
But keep an eye on that. Uh, Campbell's answer was struck me very quickly. He's like, oh, yeah, we got to we love Chark, but, you know, um, they got to fill that void. And I think that they will. Campbell also mentioned today that the Lions will be playing the New York Giants in the first exhibition game um, coming up in August. And they will have a joint practice with the Giants in the first week. Now, the NFL has told teams they would prefer that they do these joint practices in between week one and week two or in between week two and week three of the preseason. Dan Campbell said they've already scheduled this. So the Giants, I believe the Giants are coming here again. So the Lions will be doing a joint practices with the Giants once again, which I think is great. I love getting an opportunity. Last year, the Lions learned a lot and got better with doing joint practices with the Colts uh, in Indianapolis a year ago, if you recall. Remember that first day when the Lions got just slaughtered by the Colts in practice? Campbell gave it to the guys a little bit. They came back the second day, and they grew as a team. So I love that the Lions will be practicing um, with the Giants. Also, um, we mentioned this yesterday on the show, but free agent, defensive tackle, defensive end, can kind of play both spots. Calais Campbell is going to meet with the Lions reportedly on Thursday. Dan Campbell confirmed today that the Lions are going to talk to Campbell, um, who, of course, has had some great years, whether it was Baltimore or Arizona. Campbell said, quote, today, a lot of respect for the big man. He's a force to be reckoned with, end quote. So the Lions love everything about Calais Campbell. You could hear Dan Campbell today talk about it. This is a guy that, yes, he's 37 years of age, but he can still get to the quarterback, still set the edge, still stop the run, and he could be a great leader on that defense and teach some of the younger guys, Lee Mills, James Houston's guys like that that are just so young. And remember last year, even though he, he never played and he was a kind of a bust, Michael Brocker, Clayus Campbell fits. And I know some people are going to go, why would you possibly sign a 37-year-old defensive lineman? Why not? He can play. Wherever Clayus Campbell has gone, he's performed. He's not the same player as he used to be 10 years ago. Of course not. But he's really good. Really good. So I would love that. And Dan Campbell endorsed that kind of in a, a big way um, today. So I thought that was uh, pretty cool, for sure. Um, two other notes here. I'll we'll do a mock draft in a second that I saw today and also rule changes. Today, the NFL did not pass uh, a proposed rule of replay, instant replay on roughing the passer. Let me get this straight. This league passed a rule today that players can wear the number zero. Calvin Ridley is going to wear number zero for Jacksonville. Ooh, number zero. We can pass that stupid uh, stuff. I'm sore. But we can't pass the number one thing that is needed as a sports fan for me is this awful roughing the passer call. We still can't review that. The head referees this year did a lousy job on roughing the passer. They threw their flag way too much. It has turned into a game of touch football with these quarterbacks. And some of these officials overstepped their bounds and, and threw some in, it, it just erroneous and, and, and miscarriages of justice 
to use a gorilla monsoon phrase shout out to wwf uh, wrestling wwe but you know what i mean and those need to be reviewed they should be reviewed and it didn't pass and i don't get it i know it's a judgment call i know it's 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 not something like two feet down or a touch reviewing a touchdown or a turnover but my goodness how many times did we see this year just a ridiculous call where a defensive lineman or a linebacker or whatever came in and hit a quarterback yeah he hit him hard but they called it roughing the passer when it wasn't and i think if the nfl is going to utilize replay and slow these games down you got to add that to the mix it's a tough job being the head referee standing behind the quarterback and watching this go down because it happens so fast but in slow motion and with replay to see that a guy just drives his shoulder in, takes a quarterback down, doesn't slam him down, doesn't personal foul him. And these refs are like, oh, throwing the flag. That should be reviewed. I cannot believe that we're going to start, uh, we're going to have a rule for your lot of number zero, which is the dumbest thing ever, but they can't pass this one. That's disappointing to me. Very disappointing. All right. A mock draft that I think is absurd um, from Mike Tannenbaum from ESPN.com, the former Jets GM. We'll do that coming up next. The Built March Madness bracket, though, is here. We know you have a favorite Built Bar or Puff, uh, Puff, and now's your chance to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites at Built Bar. You know I'm going to be voting for the Cookies and Cream Bar. That's my favorite. If you want the Lions to win, then you'll be voting for that bar, too. Support your team. Let's go cookies and cream with the Lions and support your bar or puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky lockdown listeners will get a free box of built bars or built puffs. It's awesome. Not only that, but um, lockdown fans will win a 12 month subscription to built to have built's best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try built bars. They are fantastic. They taste great. I ordered a box of this uh, new one today with the, uh, peanuts and caramel in it i'm excited i've seen the mint brownie puffs they are awesome 100 dipped in chocolate they're the best run to builtmarchmadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there you can vote every day in march so hop in and support your pick all right so i saw this mock draft today at espn.com from mike tannenbaum the former Jets general manager who's now an ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, the first two picks, he's got Bryce Young to, to the Panthers, C.J. Stroud to the Texans. Will Anderson is number three to Arizona. At number four, he's got the Colts taking Will Levis uh, over Anthony Richardson. Then at number five, he has Seattle drafting a quarterback. It's Anthony Richardson, right? Nope. Hendon Hooker. From Tennessee, he has him going number five and ahead of Anthony Richardson. Remember, Hendon Hooker is 24 years old and coming off a torn ACL. I like Hendon Hooker, but not at five. (laughs) Not at five. So, Tannenbaum picks Tyree Wilson at six for the Lions, the edge from Texas Tech. He writes, quote, the Lions allowed the second most yards per pass last season and ranked 20th in sacks per dropback. 
They've added Cam Sutton, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, and Emmanuel Mosley through free agency, and I thought about another defensive back here. But Wilson had an outstanding career at Texas Tech after transferring from Texas A&M and logged 14 sacks over the past two seasons. He's long and plays with heavy hands. Wilson paired with Aiden Hutchinson provides Detroit an outstanding duo of pass rushers for the next decade. Now remember, Wilson is definitely realistic at six for the Lions, and there's been some late injury concern on him. Then at number 18, Mike Tannenbaum has the Lions taking Jalen Carter from Georgia, having him, having him slide all the way to 18. How about that? Tannenbaum writes, quote, Detroit performed poorly in the number of defensive categories last year, including bottom three figures and passing yards against per attempt, rushing yards against per attempt, and opponent third down conversion rate. I got the Lions an edge rusher earlier, but I'm not done building up this D-line. A team with multiple first-round picks can take a calculated risk. Carter is just that. He pleaded no contest to misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing after an arrest during Combine Week, and he appeared out of shape at his pro day in mid-March. But despite just six sacks over the past two seasons, his talent is on another level, and this could end up being a great pick at 18. Again, Mike Tannenbaum, former NFL GM, Having Jalen Carter slide all the way to 18, but the biggest thing for me is the Hendon Hooker pick at five. I just don't see it. I don't see a team in the top 10 taking a quarterback who's 24 years old and coming off a torn ACL. I just don't see that. But again, that's one man's opinion, and that's Mike Tannenbaum, the uh, former general manager of the Jets. Thanks for checking us out for free on YouTube and subscribing to our Locked on Lions YouTube channel. We are back again tomorrow.